Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. My name is Andy Mitten and there's two hours to kick off before Manchester United against Fenerbahce. It's a very mild October day in Manchester. This podcast is sponsored by BetOnBrazil.com. It's a new sports betting website. Have a look at it. I'll give you some more details later on. Just walking up to Matt Busby Way um, and I've come right down it to Sir Alex Ferguson Way where stickers from opposing fans uh, cover the sign saying Sir Alex Ferguson Way. I don't know why, but loads of opposing fans have just put stickers all over it. Not from Fenerbahce, but from, from clubs from, from Wigan, from York, from um, Aston Villa. There's all sorts on there. And I, I saw three Fenerbahce fans, and I thought I'd uh, stop them and speak to them. Hello, what's your name? Mehmet. And you're from Turkey? Yeah, I am. Whereabouts? Down south, Adana. And you've lived over here? 25 years in Wigan. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a bit about the Turkish community in, in the northwest of, of England. When did people start moving over and for what reasons? Because I know that some people came in 1974 um, from the Turkish Cypriot community yeah, in yeah, Cyprus. Yeah. And there's a lot, lot of people around Stratford from the Turkish Cypriot yeah, community. Yeah. Uh, it was 1993 when I came over to Wigan. Yeah. I used to live in London. Yeah. And there were only four of us that time in Wigan. Really? <laughs> yeah. Four but, Turks? Yeah. But <laughs> now... Why they, Wigan? Yeah. Uh, my best friend, he used to live there, so he pulled me from London to there. Yeah. And then he moved back to Turkey after 12 months. Right. And I'm tied up here, you know, now. Uh, used to it now, living here, so... So you support Wigan Athletic and Fenerbahce? Uh, I support... Fenerbahce, Liverpool and Wigan Athletic. Right, this is getting complicated now for a Manchester United <laughs> podcast. You say 93, yeah. Galatasaray came here in 93 Yeah. and I went to Istanbul in 93 and there were, there were lots of problems then but I've been back many times since, it's a city I love, I love watching football yeah. there yeah. but a lot of the Galatasaray fans that night, they came from Stoke Newington in London, they were yeah. like second generation Turkish people who'd moved to... There, there would be a few here from London. Yeah. Bit, yeah, which parts of London? Uh, mostly nor- northern, yeah. North London, like uh, Stoke Newington, yeah. Harringay, yeah. Tottenham, that area, you know, most of them. So how do you keep in touch with Fenerbahce from, from Wigan? I'd imagine it's much easier now with the internet yeah, and television. Uh, I've got satellite telly at home and I've got... Uh, You've got a bit of a Lancashire accent. <laughs> I've got like uh, Turkish Sky telly as well, and I can watch all the games and everything. Uh, internet, so communication is the easiest thing you can do these days, isn't it? Do you go back to Turkey much? Yeah, yeah. I used to go a few times a year, but nowadays I've got family and kids, and I can only afford once. Yeah. Once a year, yeah. And what have you made of the political situation there in the last six months? It's quite complicated, isn't it? Or is it? Yeah. To me. They're killing innocent people for nothing. Okay. There's no reason. Yeah. Uh, if you ask me again, America is all behind it. Okay. Not, uh, if, they, if they're not causing it, they're not making it easier for yeah. the people, you know. Yeah. But there's not much you can do about it, so... You're not from Istanbul originally. You're no. from Antalya. Adana. Uh, which is on the southern coast. Yeah. So why do you support Fenerbahce? Is it because... The big three of Istanbul yeah, have got support yeah. all over the country. Yeah, yeah. Last year I went with some Besiktas fans. Yeah. When Man United played in Moscow. Yeah. They invited me to go to with them to watch Besiktas Locomotive Moscow. Yeah, yeah. It was a brilliant night. They were really friendly. Yeah. But they were from a Bodrum. Oh, right. And, and 
I said, why do you support Besiktas? And they said, the big three teams have got support all, all over the country. Yeah. How are you feeling about this game against Manchester United? Because you've not had the best season, have you? Uh, United are the same. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. and this is one of this. This must be our worst season last twenty years, maybe, maybe 17, 18 years. You're seventh in the league, I think. No, ninth. Yeah. Sounding familiar, this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, chairman will have to go in May or March. That's, yeah. that's the one who's getting the blame, is he? He's been in power 18, 18 19 years What's now. What's his so name? Aziz Yildirim. He spent a lot of money. He bought Van Persie in. He yeah, bought that, Gregory De Villa in. That's a um, waste of money. Yeah. When I heard they, they signed Van Persie, as soon as I heard the news, I said, Waste of money because I've been watching football years already. And Van Persie played in England more than 10 years, and he's only had two proper seasons you know, one season in Arsenal and the other season in United when they got last titles. That was it. Mostly he's injured all the time. <laughs> but I, I spoke to some Turkish journalists this week, and I was surprised how critical they were of Van Persie. And I said to them, he scored 22 goals in his first season there. And they said that wasn't enough. Expectations were higher. They thought that he'd be the talisman of the team, the leader of the team. They thought this season would be better because Dick Advocat, his compatriot, had come in as manager. But it's actually gone from... It's gone much, much worse for him. He's not even when, starting games. When he walks to the pitch, yeah. you can tell the body language is like end of it, you know, right. end of his career, like... Uh, uh, so he's just people feel he's just gone for the the money yeah he's picking up the money yeah. with very favourable we, we had Dirk, yeah we had Dirk, Dirk Kite yeah. before him uh, he was like he was same age as him I think when he just came over to Fenerbahce or one or two years younger yeah. but this guy still had the energy to yeah. run and done everything we for us we've still got it now he's and in the Europa League group yeah, yeah. Uh, but Van Persie is not like him. Uh, is I think that's that's it for him. It's end of his career, you know. But you're giving him a, a huge four-year contract. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to pay it. So we can't do nothing how about did, it. How did How did Nani do that? He had a, he had only one season with us, and I wasn't really keen on him neither. Like uh, they did the best thing, get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah, they got the money, what they paid for him. So, so tell me about good luck to him. <laughs> some of your legendary foreigners, because there's a statue outside your redeveloped ground. Alex. Alex, the Brazilian. Yeah, Brazilian. Yeah. Um, Did you know he played against Man United in the 1999 World Cup Final? No, right. World Cup Final? Yeah, because when United won the European Cup, the treble. Oh, right. And Palmeiras won the South American equivalent. Oh, And then he went to Fenerbahce. So, he, he's like he, he played against United in, over here as well. Yeah, because we played. Yeah, I watched the game. Six-two. Yeah. It yeah. ended up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was here. But, well, um, didn't you beat us three-nil in Fenerbahce? In, uh, yeah, in Istanbul. Istanbul. Yeah. yeah. Tunjaya Shanla scored hat trick there. Uh, okay. We have another one, Van Hoydong. Yeah. Another Dutch. He was a good player. Yeah. Uh, so it's hit and miss. Some of them go, maybe just after the peak. Some yeah. of them work. And others, uh, Alex, he, he was with us eight yeah. seasons, you yeah. know, eight years. Yeah. Uh, and the Roberto other, Carlos was there as well, yeah. wasn't he? That was uh, towards the end of his career yeah, as well. But he well. still did well, no? Yeah. 
He's managing some team now. Yeah. Uh, in, I'm not sure. He was managing someone last year, but I don't know. I'm not sure about this year what he's been doing, you know. How, are you confident uh, ahead of your two games against Manchester United? Mm, not really. <laughs> no? No. no. You, think, you think you're bad? I've been all over Europe watching Fenerbahce. I've, I've been every game in Europe and this is the... You've travelled to different countries? Yeah. And How many? I, I'm feeling really, really low this time. You yeah. know, I don't expect anything from this game. So when you travel around, would there be Fenerbahce support in most Western European countries? Yeah. So if you play in Spain, I know in Germany there's lots of. It doesn't people. matter where they play. Yeah, <laughs> they will be fans. And you, where have you travelled to? Not just for example, me. I don't. Uh, I've been only 10, 15 times. About more, some, I know, some of my friends they go every game. Yeah. Yeah. And I even got a couple of friends in London. They got season, they season tickets holder in Istanbul. They so they fly every, back. Yeah, every every week. Thank God for Pegasus, is it? <laughs> yeah. Is that the budget airline? That's yeah. the one I'm going yeah. on to, to Istanbul. Turkish is a jet. That's the one. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for your time. No worries. I hope you lose 5 0 tonight. No, I hope you enjoy, <laughs> I hope you enjoy your, your evening at Old Trafford. Thank you. And um, let's hope, oh, well, did you got a Wigan as well? Did you go to Wigan games? Yeah. 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 How's Will Grigg doing? They're not, <laughs> they're not, not on fire. Rubbish. Well, well, bottom three. <laughs> He's not on fire, but I tell third, you, third from the bottom. I went to Fenerbahce in '96. They turned the floodlights off. Everybody rolled up newspapers, set a light to them, and the whole stadium looked like it was on fire. <laughs> it's one of the best things I've seen in my life. Take care. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. So I'm walking up to Old Trafford now. Um, there's quite a few Fenerbahce fans. You tend to get that with European fans. They get here early because they're not coming to Old Trafford all of the time. And as we touched on in that little chat, United are seventh in the table. Drew nil nil at Liverpool. I'm sure you heard the podcast after Monday evening. And I think most people are still pretty optimistic, pretty behind Jose Mourinho. But there are, there are a few doubts and people are saying not quite as good as they expected it to be. It's not Jose Mourinho's fault that expectations were high. And it's clear that things are taking a little longer to click, if they will ever click. But I think he... He enjoys huge support still. I think if United are seventh in a year's time, that's when you get problems. That's what happened with Louis van Gaal. Uh, and then there's a d the debate whether United should be taking the Europa League seriously. Uh, I'd, it's a trophy I'd like to see the, the team win. I know there's a lot of games, but it's the only trophy Manchester United have not won in its previous format as the UEFA Cup. I like the travel, I like the away games, I like meeting people. I think it adds interest to the season. I thought the season a couple of years ago when there was no European football was really boring and the, the games were drawn out and there was loads of midweeks when there wasn't matches. So I'm going to head up to the ground, maybe speak to some people as part of this podcast and then the lads will be joining you after the match as well, hopefully with a, a Manchester United win, which is a bit more exciting than the Zorgiwe game uh, in the, the previous match at Old Trafford. That was a late 1 0 win. I'm just outside the away turnstiles, and I heard one of the stewards say, in a really strong Manchester accent, We've got 200 Irish Fenerbahce fans coming now. And uh, about 30 seconds later, 200 Fenerbahce supporters walked around from St. Busby Way by the old development office towards the turnstiles. 
singing, um, the followed by police on horseback. Uh, it looks like they're their livelier element. Uh, I'm not sure whether the Turkish people who live in the, in the UK or have come over from Istanbul, but I'm stood now watching them go into the ground as there's police liaison officers um, helping them, working with them. They don't want conflicts. When I saw the um, Ist, uh, the Ledger Warsaw Ultras getting into problems the other day with uh, the police in Madrid, I thought sometimes the Spanish police are a little bit quick to rush in, but in England policing is different and I think it's better. Uh, in front of me now, Fenerbahce fans are being asked to take their large flags from out the bags so that people can see what they say on them. Uh, there appears to be somebody who can understand Turkish who decides whether the flags have got political or offensive messages on them. So one of the flags is not being confiscated, but it's not being allowed into the ground. They've got to store it. That's happening about three metres in front of me. There's a sign saying that pyrotechnic detection dogs are in operation. The first time I saw it, I thought it was a blag. It's like something out of brass eye, but I'm assured that the are pyrotechnic detection dogs in, in operation. So the Fenerbahce fans are going into the five turnstiles where the old family stand uh, was. Um, the police are, and security are searching them all pretty vigorously. I don't think they want scenes here that they had at Leicester where lots of visiting fans let off flares. Uh, that was the Copenhagen fans on Tuesday night. So I can see that there is a, a steward shouting to them in Turkish that they will all be searched before going into the turnstiles. And it looks really well organised on the part of the Greater Manchester Police and the stewards who've got the all the Fenerbahce fans uh, up against the wall, starting to move them in towards the turnstiles now. Now there's 90 minutes to kick off, so they get in early. There's a flagpole being snapped in front of me. They don't want big flagpoles in the in the ground, which is a bit unfair because they're allowed into some United sections. But they're going to get in early. They're going to make a racket. They're going to sing. That's what Turkish fans do. They're really loud. They're really proud. They're among the most passionate fans in world football as I said earlier on the podcast I've been to Istanbul many times into Turkey, I've been to away games with Turkish fans and I, I really like the the noise and the colour that they make, I think they support their teams in a, a really good and colourful and, and passionate way and I'm going to carry on walking around the ground and no doubt bump into some more Fenerbahce fans and maybe We've not really spoken much about the game. Uh, I've been speaking to quite a lot of people in Turkey this week and they're really underwhelmed and disappointed with Fenerbahce. Robin Van Persie isn't popular there, which surprised me because he scored 22 goals last season. But he cost them a lot of money. They're just not feeling a good connection with Robin Van Persie. Uh, I do think United should win tonight. I hope they'll win. Uh, I think the, um, the they're taking it pretty seriously uh, although not too seriously if that doesn't sound like a muddle because I think United have got a big squad, the players need minutes 
Um, and there's a rich history of European football at this club as well. Just because it's a Champions League doesn't mean that it should be, be looked down on, even though inevitably it will do. Fingers crossed for tonight's game. It's post-match after Manchester United 4, Fenerbahce 1. Uh, two penalties in the first half uh, and another goal, brilliant goal from Pogba and also an absolute scorcher from Lingard, uh, wrapped it up for United. Great win, um, coming just on the back of a couple of days after Manchester United disgraced the whole of football by uh, having the audacity to go tactically and defend for the draw against Anfield, uh, upsetting pretty much most of Merseyside, so it's good to see United back on the attack. Um, bit of a bit of a bit of a bit of a half squad here tonight isn't it um we've got Aaron who just didn't make it so he's it's not fourth day of the mag yeah fourth day of the mag so Aaron's not about uh, John Ashton's in day three of his hangover from Liverpool away and obviously with Bloomy having several thousand relatives in town for the uh, yeah. for the for the game tonight he's obviously busy so uh, just myself uh, Steve Armstrong uh, Anthony Shaw and uh, Stu Edwards uh, to talk a little bit about uh, about the game I'll tell you one thing though Stu um you, you didn't sell, did you, Ant? No, no. No, you were swatting, you were studying. S yeah, studying. Studying, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> studying in the must house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Provide me with a good location to yeah, um, yeah. read yeah. my books. Ant's doing a history degree, if any of his care. He's got a strong right arm, though. He's got <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know about you, Stu, but that felt tonight like, in terms of selling, like the first bit of, oh no, that shitty bit of the years starting to come where it's getting a bit cold and a bit wet, and I was frozen before the game. I was all right. It was a long three hours, yeah. Five to eight, although yeah, it was pretty busy between five and six, but not selling wise, just about 10,000 Turks. So that's what it seemed like walking past me, making my way down towards the the uh, and screeching the kids as well. Yeah, there wasn't too many screeching oh, kids to be fair. Fucking joking, aren't I saw you? a couple of groups, but not as many as uh, the last whichever game it was. It was a lot. You were top end, weren't you? Yeah, top yeah. end of Matt Busby Way. I was yeah. on bottom end. It was mobbed down was there. Oh, <laughs> honestly, it was horrible. Is that why you only saw 15? It was. <laughs> God, he outsells me once in ten years, and, he's, and he can't get it straight on us. Yeah, yeah, well done. Um, first thoughts and on the uh, it was a strong team, wasn't it? Was there anyone not there that you thought might be? I said I said after the Bluhans game um, that I would have liked to have seen Depay on the pitch in that game. Players like Schneiderlin, um, but you can't really moan because it, it was really entertaining. That I thought I really enjoyed the first half. Thoughts on. I, I expected Mkhitaryan given the press conference and he's not was he on the bench he wasn't even on the bench was he no. no he didn't warm up so you getting a bit, bit concerning are you getting a bit worried about where that one might be heading yet or could be Owen Hargreaves territory couldn't it I don't know could have had, no um, could have just bought a crock to play you don't, you don't know do you I know um, I think he did start I had a look actually because um, someone was mentioning it the other day I think he did start about 40 odd matches though, last year so hopefully we're not bought he probably won't feature Sunday and they probably chuck him in against City again yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, to, to cave in psychologically again fucking yeah. hell fucking hell yeah don't say that Stu thoughts on the side it looks no, strong it but was any, any surprises not, not really no and I think it was a bit of a must win wasn't it you know I think we've win our own games not, not, not much to fear but whenever you go away to Ukraine and the likes of anywhere in Turkey it's, it's a bit dodgy isn't it it always has been but it was a bit of a must win game and obviously in the end it was a bit of a, a bit of a walk in the park were you surprised to see Pogba play, given yeah, a little bit. the Chelsea game? Yeah, yeah a little bit. Um, who knows? Uh, does he just, is he just one of them players who, who, who wants to play? He wants to get 15, 20 games under his belt. So, so I'm, I'm guessing he'll play Sunday. I'm pretty sure he'll play against City. So will he rest them against Burnley? 
Who knows? Running on Monday, didn't he, as yeah. well? Yeah. I noticed. He's, 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 he's probably at peak fitness, fitness now, you know, nine, ten games in or whatever. So I think he'll, 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 he'll go for it the next two games still and then probably rest him against Burnley. Bring Phil Jones in. Oh, God, yeah. Is he still injured? <laughs> Fuck no. God, I keep forgetting he's still at the club, you know. Um, in terms of, um, I mean, I, I expected, I thought McIntyre might have played. I, I didn't think Pogba would play. I absolutely expected Rashford to start. Yeah. Um, I definitely thought that De Gea might get a rest. Um, I was surprised. Yeah, so that. That, that's just it, isn't it? It's, it seems a bit pointless to play him, mm. but obviously he's taking the competition more seriously than we are. Yeah, I yeah. <clears throat> disagree with that. Right, thoughts on the first half then? Because it seemed like a pretty, pretty lively United um, out the blocks. Yeah, I think a lot, of, a lot of people got carried away after Leicester. Um, but really, we only really created chances off set pieces in that game. But I thought there was some really nice um, passing in the game today. Really um, matters for the second goal, second penalty was that pass was incredible, weren't it? Control. Yeah, looked a, looked a dead penalty, didn't it? But didn't really complain yeah. about it, did they? And I think with with Carrick playing, just again, it just just for calmness at the back, and it allowed Pogba. I think that bit of you know ability to just not worry too much about what's going on behind him, maybe couple of things that tonight that really got me off my seat so I'm quite happy happy with the performance and I, ju- I just think we're, we're clicking into we're looking more of a team right? Peter, I know a lot of people were moaning about Monday night but I enjoyed Monday uh, night yeah I thought I thought United they just look like they've got more control than they had I mean Stoke when we played Stoke the other week there was never a moment in the match where I thought we'd keep a clean sheet for some reason so but now I think we're looking a bit more um bit more like a team who you know we get behind more men behind the ball and then attack together as well so I, I know I know, team, I know yeah. there's, there's, there's the argument to say that Fenerbahce it's it's another to add to the list of flat track bullying but I do think that United do seem to be more tactically aware and more tactically astute on the pitch than perhaps we've seen them in quite a long period of time and they do seem to be getting better and better with each game yeah, definitely. Um, I said, Feyenoord away was obviously a big flop and a big disappointment. That's why tonight was a bit of a, a must-win. But all that starting eleven tonight, uh, yeah, there was a couple of surprises in there, and obviously he took a few people off. Um, but you know, it was, it was it was just a solid performance. They didn't really look like scoring to the last ten minutes, by which point the game was dead, and I think we were just like avoiding any stupid injuries with Sunday in mind because at least probably six of those players who finish the game tonight are going to play on Sunday, aren't they? And you know, what a, what a massive ten days, you know. And I think Gig, Giggsy hit the nail on me on Monday night about not getting beat. You know, just the confidence thing from Liverpool. Uh, if you know, if we'd have got beat one 0 whatever on, on Monday, then tonight could have been different. Going into Chelsea, going into City, mm. so it was, it was it was a big big ten game uh, ten, ten days. And at the end of the day, just quickly about Liverpool, mm. it was a game which okay, De Gea made two great saves, but Pogba again got a bit of criticism even from Mourinho, I think indirectly. But he um, he created the best chance of a game, which let's be honest, Slatan should have scored. So we could have easily hit that one 0 Just on the Pogba thing, then obviously he's not turned up in a, what you class as a big game yet out of the two, maybe three that we've had. But he has looked head and shoulders above just about everybody on the pitch when we've played yeah. what you class as mid-table teams from either here or, or or abroad. Do you think that's something that is fair to, to point his way? I, I I just don't get the worry at all. I mean, like Stuart said, he, he did so much running on Monday night. Mm. Got got behind the ball whenever we didn't have it, but pressed the pressed the keepers, kick out everything, and. He, he was the one that 
just that one moment of magic what sometimes United don't have I mean I mean, there were games when Ronaldo used to do nothing for 70 yeah. minutes and then I click into anyway. shape the last minute I think because no, he's classed as a, a, sign of a good player, yeah. I think he's classed as a midfielder because he's not diving around like a you know raving lunatic like Herrera that, and putting tackles in that sometimes people think that you know he's not doing something but I think a lot of people are going to look fucking stupid where he's concerned I, just I, think, don't I think he needs a great brilliant. performance in a big game then yeah, that'll, yeah. that'll put a lot of people like back where they came from I'll tell you what I thought um, your point about Carrick though he did look as if he was doing a lot of the sort of intercepts in the hoovering up and, and, just, and it did seem to give Pogba more freedom than he probably had it's just stuff he's done all his career hasn't he Carrick it's just easy for him it's just like you know Scott put skulls in today and, it, and he would have boss midfield even at his age but it just comes naturally to him and he, he reads the game he doesn't need the pace there was something in the, in, the, in the first half when he just come across and just took the ball off you know one of their quickest players but because he was positioned perfectly and just he, he, he smelt the danger and that's, that's what he's always done and like I said it, it was just like he probably didn't break sweat tonight Carrick so I'd, I'd throw him in I'd probably put him in against Chelsea on Sunday as well if I'm being honest Can you see him playing two games in three days four days? I'd like to but no I don't, I don't think he'll play Sunday now I think it'll be the same midfield three um, I, I would like to see the three of Herrera, Pogba and Carrick because um, that'd be my first choice but um, I think it's Fellaini yeah, on I'm Sunday yeah. Madeline, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> He's just dropped off the Tonight's the, the game for him Tonight's no, the yeah, game for him yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, These players well, need confidence the shot window ahead of the January, <laughs> January yeah. transfers These players need confidence When, um, so don't where, when did we last get two penalties and without any controversy whatsoever I can't remember I remember two, getting two against Liverpool years back but I wish we'd have had eight by October like some team I know <laughs> you know time to turn on the fucking telly they've got a penalty well, James Milner could end up getting the golden boot <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, uh, what was he going to say um, they, they looked pretty clear cut didn't they I think so uh, the interesting thing was obviously you know Rooney would seem to be nowhere near taking any of them but that's what's so, going to come to it. it it all got a bit weird you, didn't it I'm guessing before the game like any game Mourinho says right your first penalty but it's probably never discussed who, who takes the second one but but Martial walked across and I don't know I bit... didn't like that me I think Pogba should have just took it you, you, you pick one before the match don't you and they take you for you take well, the we, penalties what, yeah. what if we managed to work out from what went on there because it was it was all pretty weird Rooney I mean... grabbed hold of it the first one Pogba asked him for it and he gave him give him the ball Second did one. He grab it? Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. He didn't Second look, one. He, he, it didn't look to me as if he was going to go. No, no. Pog, Pogba had a conversation with him and said, "Can I have it?" Basically, yeah. that's what it looked like. Yeah, Rooney sure. giving the ball, and then sure the, the second one. the game, though, the first penalty. That's yeah, what I don't. And then the second one, uh, Martial got all the ball and give it to Pogba, and Rooney obviously thought Pogba's taking it because he took the first one. But then Pogba give it Martial. Back. Got I think Fosse Mensa would have took it. What? What? I mean. Do you think it was almost because Martial was almost through one goal, almost ready to strike it, to put it in the back of the net, it was a bit of consolation? You, might, they might, you never know, they might have just said, we'll, we'll try and share the goals around because we need some confidence in our I mean, ranks. the other point yeah, then is, is ultimately, like it, yeah. you know, you're Rooney, you're... I mean, the crowd were gagging for Rooney to take it, weren't they? Mm. four away from Bobby Charles. He's four away from He could have got halfway there, <laughs> You're four away from the record, you're gagging, the crowd are screaming for you to take it. I Remo sat next to me, I said... I'd be very surprised if Rooney gives this away because surely he must be getting worried now if he's going to go at the end of the, the season. Way, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be like should. Tiger Woods trying to pass Jack <laughs> Nicholas, isn't it? Just isn't going to happen. What, um, the thing is, though, um, but then you, the other thing you could, do you think fear of missing it might have come into his head? Nah, not Rooney, no. You don't, you don't, probably don't care if he misses it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Poor lad. I thought he could. I thought he put his shift in tonight. Really. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I sh- shouldn't say that. He had a good game yeah, tonight. Yeah, spe- what, what, what that that third goal was all about him, weren't it? Pressing. Yeah. Thought he was brilliant. Though. I thought I just like the fact that the crowd because I've. It's, I mean, it makes me look a bit of a knob. I've done a piece in the next match about how the crowd is. I think going beyond reasonable levels of criticism of Rooney now. Imagine that. Imagine yeah. him over there. <laughs> you know, you'd hate it. They um. Obviously, just before that, uh, you know, two penalties which uh, no one argued about, both really well taken. But that goal from Pogba was a, was a pearler, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm, obviously, I sit straight for them near you, mate. But um, it looked just inside the box. I'm not sure. Was he 16 no, yards outside, out? Was he just that? Was the outside? Was it, it in front of you that one? About yeah. About was it as good as it looked from Ireland? He just yeah. passed it. Didn't about he? 20, 20 to 22 yards out. Or something. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Didn't think about it. Which really is it's what he's about. I just it? I just can't understand the, the mentality of someone that can't see how good of a player he is. I just I think people get how yeah. good he is, but I think I think it's fair to say that as yet he's he's not stamps all over the uh, the bigger games that he's played in when we've probably right, if you, needed. If you put him in, if you put him in a team that was, you know. Completely clicking, then I think you'd find that yeah, he was, enough. but we're not. Are we? Did you clock Mourinho when that goal went in? No, he just oh, he's fucking building. Did you not see no, him? No, no. He literally he just walked off. <laughs> the game was still in progress. Like he just walked. He just like oh, know. was he on his way anyway? He was. I think he was on his way because soon as because the one minute had gone up, hadn't yeah, it? off he went. So, yeah, yeah, off he went. He was punching the air. He was just walking he was down the touchline. Down, down the yeah, tunnel. Actually, I did see him. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Top stuff. Um, yeah, the celebration with um, with Lingard is sort like the new gigs and ints. Well, that offended me. I have to say, <laughs> it's pissing me off. It was right in front of me. It's the first time I've seen it. Right, as in I've seen yeah, it on the fully. telly and I've always turned it away. Honest to God, I, I was so fucking embarrassed. Grown man. Didn't didn't a journalist say that he doesn't talk to his teammates? So how did he work that one out? <laughs> did he work that who, dance out? Who doesn't? <laughs> Pogba doesn't talk to his teammates. Well, they Maybe they just sit there dancing yeah. all day. Fluent in French. That's what it is. That's, no, they don't. They just sit there dancing all day. <laughs> No, but I, th- I think the thing that annoys me more about that is they must practice it. Yeah, that's that yeah. pisses me off more than anything. Yeah, same thing. Fact they used to, didn't they? Twenty years ago, weren't hard to do, was it? No, no, no. That's, and I'm with it you. The the to be honest, I was annoyed about it, and you just wound me up even more by, <laughs> yeah. by bringing up that they might practice it. Fucking hell, that's really wound me up. Um, I'm going to come to Van Persie's goal in a minute, but you got a good ovation from the Stratford end going off for half time, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> why not? Uh, yeah, what do you want me to say? Well, do you approve of it? <laughs> <laughs> well, some people think he was a slapped ass in the second season. Yeah, maybe. And well, the shock was, I suppose, if, if nothing else, was that he was the golden child of Dutch football, and, and fucking and his and his, you know, Van Gaal got rid of him. That was the shock, but he, you know, that was that was the season where. He's turned my lights off. He still looked pretty lively, didn't he? He's, uh, he did. No, he's 33. He's two years younger than, than Slatten, isn't he? And, he's, and he, you know, he had, he had a decent shot. Was that first half or second half? I can't remember. Um, second half game absolutely put out of the uh, put out of sight by that brilliant goal from Lingard, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a top goal. That um, back to the Van Persie thing. I just thought he acted like a slapped ass under two managers, didn't he? So, hmm. although it's a it's a natural thing to do is to clap a player coming back. I don't, I, I don't buy into like how much you know right. well, of a legend he actually well, is. Well, now you brought it up, right? I've got yeah. no problem with clapping a player legend, coming back. No, yeah, yeah. Definitely not in the legends. I've got a real fucking right problem way. clapping a player coming back who then scores, and then the whole fucking <laughs> ground stands up. I've, I've got a massive issue with that. I don't know. It was four, four nil going into the last couple of minutes, but do you reckon if that had been one nil, he's, like, he's, he's, you know, equalising goal behavior, to put us out of the tournament? His behaviour under Van Gaal and Moyes was terrible, isn't it? You, let's be, let's have it right. <laughs> He was he was top in his first season, but fucking hell, right. what a slap! All right, let's just, let's couldn't just even say, be half running at times. Right. Well, okay, so he puts the ball in there. Are you happy with that, with that reception? 
No, 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 no good. No. I'm just glad there's at least someone else. What about you? Not really. Like you said, if it was a nil-nil and he scores, do you still fucking stand up and? I mean, listen. The, the... I'd rather Memphis Depay got it. I would yeah. support a player that you know need that it. needs it. <laughs> moment, yeah. Well, again, we're we're um, we're, we're praising someone who left. Yeah. And giving um, loads of people who are still here a load of grief. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, where does that put us in terms of so anyway we don't approve of that then is that, no. is that our conclusion yeah, yeah, so we yeah. don't approve of you know nice right yeah give him give him a bit of credit at the start of the game but for fuck's sake um, god I'm in a right bad mood now <laughs> what um, what's the last thing I was going to just finish off on just um, where does that leave the group oh, I've not seen the result of the other game my battery's gone so I'm not sure I'm not sure I think we're top aren't we I would say so so one probably get a decent result in Istanbul and then that'll be a uh, I hope I hope we get, we do get through as soon as possible so that he does give some players who need matches games because he, he doesn't want to do it tonight because a loss tonight would Pure, purely based on Feyenoord away which obviously I've not seen them play since and I don't intend to but we should fucking that should, that should be another 4-0 for one I think I think he should be able to get to the quarters the semi-finals even the final without playing half of his first string in this tournament and then yeah. and give the squad players this this time he to, said that but then we, we scrape past Zoyla hands after dropping nobody so I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I can't, he's very. It's a. It's a really tough competition, isn't it? I. I, I think um, Liverpool did well in it last year, but I, I think it's a really hard tournament. A lot harder than you think. No, but it's a tournament that Middlesbrough got to the final. Or fucking Bolton got to the quarterfinals. Or Celtic got to the final. I think it's more psychological about playing Thursday, Sunday, isn't it? You know, I'm not saying it shouldn't be in theory, but when majority of people. And especially the ones who are going to be in in around you, so you know your Arsenal, Chelsea, City. When they're playing on a Saturday and they all win, and then you, you have to play Sunday. I think it does mentally have. Why don't they just make it a Wednesday? Doesn't it? I don't know, mate. I well, know. It's, I know it's, they don't want it the same night, league, but even it? still, TV, they used to have that TV, years ago. Tally, yeah, yeah, TV, tally. yeah, no one, no one would fucking watch it. Not preview tonight, aren't they? Friday no. night then. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be up for that Fridays. <laughs> yeah, it was on preview tonight. Imagine that Friday nights in Istanbul. We'd have to play Tuesday league games. Okay, I think every game should be played on Fridays and at night. Anyway, that's. You know, so me down the ground. Um, right, just to wrap up then. Um, we're happy with the result and the performance, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we're not happy with the uh, clapping of Van Persie's goal. No. <laughs> not uh, quick one on Sunday. Um, Jesus. Uh, it's obviously. Do you expect a bit, a bit, very similar to what happened on Monday night Anfield? Yeah, but for some reason, I, I think we're going to get a lot more chances. I think we're going to create a lot more. I don't know why, because Chelsea's it's, it's, Sandbridge is still a small pitch. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be all about one man, obviously, isn't it? Uh, let's be honest. So it's again, first 15, 20 minutes, a bit of a cliche, but I think we can go there and certainly not get beat. Uh, Hazard's danger man. Costa's going to be his normal cuntish self, isn't he? But um, I think if we play the same team and, and, the, you know, and we set ourselves up exactly the same as what we did Monday, I'd like to think that we we'll definitely won't get beat but for some reason I think we will score at Chelsea which obviously gives us a, a better chance of getting three points Are you expecting me to do same as? I think we'll win 3-1 on Sunday yeah um, I, th- I think we'll score quite a few goals I, and I, I don't think we'll be we'll be sitting back the same I think he'll attack more down the flanks um, we won't play Ashley Young on Sunday I don't think not um, getting beat on Monday don't, night that's not to say I, I agreed with him being picked on Monday um, I just think um, he'll really go for him down the flanks on Sunday um, as well, I've been eight times and never seen us win, and somebody just let me down for a ticket, so that's good news. So we'll probably win there. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know, you're not travelling down for some monkey fun. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. Well, we'll uh, 
we'll have a good day out I'm sure of that um, anyway we're, uh, we've we managed to t- two games into a three game week uh, decent draw away at Anfield um, despite what everybody said and then a pretty comprehensive win tonight so so far so good hopefully we can carry on that uh, on to Sunday and uh, get ourselves back into the hunt for honours uh, Stu, cheers for tonight no um, and, uh, and thanks as ever um, next podcast will be um, on uh, yeah well we've got Sunday to deal with first and then uh, new mag New Mag next Wednesday, that's right. And New Mag will be out at uh, the Manchester Derby in the League Cup. Uh, it was got just just on that, uh, good attendance tonight, wasn't it? Changing the subject. It was pretty packed, wasn't it? 70 plus, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So that bodes well for the next uh, attendance next week, doesn't it? So, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll have a New Mag out and uh, we'll be back on uh, the podcast uh, at uh, the game next week. So, till then, cheers. Top, man.